today's show, we've got news about Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance, Disneyland Haunted Mansion refurb, Disney Shorts Theater News, Meetups Trivia, and oh, so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks <coughs> Podcast. Greetings and welcome, everybody, uh, to the uh, Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, my name is Park Hopper John. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Tony Castle over the internet. How are you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? Excellent. Excellent. Had a great weekend. I had a phenomenal meetup this week. That was Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Uh, Not that I want to be political, but thank you, Donald, uh, for not coming to the Contemporary Resort and holding a uh, something that would cause all the Secret Service to shut down the entire monorail loop. It was already a mess considering it was a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. Can you imagine what that place would have been like if they were trying to do a Christmas party and the presidents of town. Yeah. That would have been insane. That would have been insane. Speaking of Christmas party, I went on uh, Walt's birthday, December Mm -hmm. 5th. Yeah. uh, And also Robin's birthday. So shout out to those two, Walt and Robin. Uh, And what we've been doing the last uh, two years now is the Tony's Merriest. You, you, You know, you don't know what the Tony's Merriest. So what, a, what's the Tony's it's area? A, it's a party inside the party. Uh, so this <clears throat> happens at uh, Tony's Town Plaza Square, whatever it is. Oh, I see. Fantastic. Love yeah. every moment of it. So you can, it starts at 930. This year they let us in a little bit early at nine. I think last year it started at nine. This year they said 930. So they were ready by nine anyway. So we went in, we did some stuff, and then we went out, saw the fireworks. Then we went back and had more food. Then we went out and saw the parade. And then after the parade was over, we went back and had desserts. Uh, and we could stay an hour past party closed, so most of the people could leave. And then we didn't have to fight such a large crowd. Right. Uh, you know, as soon as the parade over, it's, you know, everybody had some monorails. We didn't have to do that. We were having nice desserts and coffee. And, and it, it comes with alcohol. You can you can drink beer, wine, booze, what mixed drinks, whatever you want. It's all is included. That, that would happen on the Carousel of Progress. Maybe, maybe that kid <laughs> had a little bit too much uh, Tony's merriest. <laughs> so you, uh, so you went to the party. So you paid for the party and you paid for Tony's merriest. <laughs> yes. Now you didn't do anything for the party. You basically saw fireworks and parade. Uh. Yeah, we we did uh, the Donald and Scrooge meet. Right, right. Then we did uh, Minnie and Daisy because they were right next to each other. Right. Uh, and then when the first parade was going on, uh, we were going into Tony's, and I happened to have looked at the sign and said, uh, Mickey's wait is five minutes. I said, yeah, but if it's Magic Mickey, I don't want to say. So I went up to the cast member and said, listen, is it is it Magic Mickey or is Mickey in his Christmas outfit? And she goes, no, Mickey has his Christmas outfit on now. I said, whoo hoo hoo So she goes, come on. She goes, there's nobody in there. 
It was literally me and Robin and Mickey Mouse. And that was nice. There was nobody else in the queue line. There was nobody else in the the meet area. It was just the three of us. That's great. And there was nobody giving us the love and shove. You know, they were just like, hey, hang out. There's nobody here. The parade's going on. Do whatever you want to talk to Mickey, hang out with me, take pictures of Mickey, do whatever. That was fantastic. Best fun I had with Mickey in a long time. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So, so that's what we did on uh, Thursday of this week. Right. That's great. And then we had our meetup on Saturday. That was awesome. Yeah. We had uh, some usual suspects there, but we had some new friends that were there. Yep. Uh, super great. Uh, Jasmine and her friend mm-hmm. Jessica felt a little under the weather, but she toughed it out like a trooper. And then uh, Manny and Marcina. Uh, Marcina was there. Lovely to meet them. Just awesome folks. It was so, so much fun. So mm-hmm. much fun. We hit to the <clears throat> monocross. Sorry, guys. I'm feeling a little under the weather. So if you're hearing weirdness in my voice, if you're watching live, I'm not feeling so hot tonight. So please forgive me. But uh, had a great time. Just uh, hit the monorails up. We stopped for food at the Poly. And uh, we actually, we might have to change our opinion because we had actually really, really good service in the uh, in the Grand Floridian up in the bar. Yeah. Well, like, that, or, that's because we knew somebody. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think she helped at all because uh, the young lady that served us mm-hmm. Was not your friend. I mean, yeah. your friend talked the whole time with us, which was fine. I mean, I love yeah. her. She's awesome. But we had somebody came to the table and had cocktails and drinks, and everything on the table in less than 10 minutes. Who to thunk it? Disney service <laughs> at a Disney resort. <laughs> well, maybe Chelsea said something, you know, over the walkie maybe. or something. Uh, I you know. Take care yeah. of those people. Just trying to trying to get Chelsea all the love that we can. I get that. Uh, anything else you do this weekend, Disney? Uh, no, I think that was it. I went to uh, Disney Springs on Sunday, hung out uh, at the Polite Pig for a little while, took our friends there. Um, had a great time. Had a really good time. It's a good day. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, we want to make sure that you know that our show is sponsored by our good friends at Destinations to Travel. Whether you're planning a family vacation or a destination wedding, European adventure, a cruise, or, or maybe you just want to visit a Disney park on the east or west coast, you got to let our friends know at Destinations to Travel. They will be your guide for your dream vacation. And now, if you book with Destinations to Travel uh, until January of 2020, for any travel, any time during 2020, you are uh, entered into a chance to win a four-piece Mickey Mouse luggage set by American Tourister, which includes the wheeled upright, the backpack, the duffel, and the Tony Casanova patented scent sack. Uh, once we confirm travel and booking with destinations to travel, uh, we'll put your name in the hopper, and you might win – so, guys, got to jump on there. If you want to get uh, in touch with them, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel, complete the form, and Destination to Travel will contact you. Again, that's DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel for Destinations to Travel. And uh, I guess there's nothing else we could do but get into the news. 
And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, if you just weren't getting enough out of the uh, Mandalorian, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance opened at Walt Disney World. Sort of. Last week, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance opened at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Fans who first discovered Star Wars on the big screen now are able to experience a galaxy far, far away in a way that they'd never previous dare only dare to imagine. The new attraction is one of the most immersive, the most ambitious, and the most technologically advanced attractions ever created for a Disney park and sets a new standard for what the theme park experience at Disney can be. More than five years in the making, Disney Rise of the Resistance has made possible by a spectacular collaboration between Walt Disney Imagineering and Lucasfilm. Doug Chiang, uh, vice president and executive creative director for Lucasfilm, says the two design tweak, uh, teams worked together seamlessly to make the immersive world of the films and make it possible for guests to live out their own Star Wars stories, complete with lightsabers, blasters, tractor beams, and more. He goes on to say, in our films, those are visual effects that are added after the fact. Here, they have to be in a real-time experience. The attraction does use cutting-edge technology to power the storytelling that invites guests to become heroes of the Resistance in a climactic battle with the First Order in an adventure set between the events of Star Wars Last Jedi and the upcoming Rise of Skywalker. Uh, As part of the thrilling action, guests launch into space aboard a transport shuttle, only to be captured by a Star Star Destroyer and pursued by Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. As they frantically search for a way to escape the clutches of the First Order, actors from the current Star Wars trilogy reprise their roles uh, for new scenes and dialogue in the attraction. Uh, Walt Disney has combined multiple ride systems to tell the story, and this has been one of the bugaboos. Uh, guests feel as though they are falling from space to crash land on Batuu, and a secret's made possible by a new simulator experience. Trackless ride vehicles in the attraction are some of the most advanced ever used at Disney Parks. They appear to be piloted by an R5 droid, which only adds to the excitement. Uh, Disney A1000 audio animatronic -animatronic figures (laughs) appearing in the attraction provide a deep level of immersion storytelling through their lifelike dynamic movements. The end result is an authentically Star Wars experience with inherent DNA that can be traced back to Walt Disney in the park's earliest attractions. Yeah. It looks... uh, The... Stuff I've seen, pictures, videos, and whatever. It looks fabulous. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean... It looks like it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> I saw... I watched a couple of different... I shouldn't have, but I figured I'm not going to be on that ride for a while, so yeah. why not? <laughs> uh, I watched a couple of ride-through videos right. and was just blown away at that experience. Right. Now, all magic comes with a price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's yes. been a lot of a uh, lot of long wait lines, downtime, and and downtime for the ride. So there's three different ride mechanisms, yep. let's say, and they don't all speak to each other. Right. So basically, what they need is they need a C3PO <laughs> to communicate between the three systems. Yeah. But that's me just being crazy. Or an R2 to plug in. Oh, yeah. 
there uh, you go. Yeah, and this show is going to be a little rise heavy news wise, so you know, be prepared. Well, that's the big. That's the biggest news coming out of Disney this yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rise of Resistance, Disney is now limiting guests to one boarding group per day uh, for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Now, there are no fast passes. The only way that you can ride this ride is if you have to. Well, I'll, I'll read this and then we can talk about it. Uh, right. The Rise of Resistance attraction opened on obviously December 5th. Uh, each day so far, guests have been required to join a virtual queue which is called a boarding group in the My Disney Experience app. So you have to have the app. Uh, many raving reviews have been posted online uh, for four days straight. The boarding groups have filled <clears throat> up for the entire day by 9 a.m. Now, the park opens at 8, and by 9, they're gone. Now, I've seen people post that they've been there as early as 4 o'clock in the morning, for an eight o'clock open. Wow. <laughs> so that's the madness that has uh, ensued. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios had extra magic hours on Sunday mornings from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. But I thought this wasn't included included in your extra magic hours, right? Didn't we read right. that last week? Not. Uh, boarding groups for the entire day were completely filled by 745 a.m. Uh, it's important to keep in mind that guests cannot join a boarding group until their theme park ticket has been tapped and they enter the Disney Hollywood Studios. So they're using the ticketing system and your GPS to make sure you're actually there. And if you're going with a bunch of people, they all have to be tapped and in the park as well. So you can't say, oh, well, I'll do it for you. I'll go and I'll sign you all up. No, not unless you have their media. Uh, is the only way. Uh, Disney has issued a statement uh, within the My Disney Experience app advising guests that they are now limited to one boarding group per day, which should hopefully alleviate the issue and allow more guests uh, to experience the attraction. And there are no fast passes. So the boarding group way is the only way to do it. And we'll talk about another way uh, later on. Uh, you know, we had hoped that people would, you know, respond when this attraction opened. We heard rumors that mm. Disney was a capacity yeah. for rooms right. and people have been waiting. So does this mean now that uh, Galaxy's Edge is going to become more successful, do you think? I think so, because I've been uh, also kind of keeping my eye on smugglers wait times. And they've also uh, had a big jump in. Good. Uh, wait time, you know, from this 40 to 60 to like 80, 90, even higher now. So, so people, I think, are now actually going to the land and saying, All right, well, if I can't do that right now, I'm gonna go do that, right? Um, and when Smugglers opened, the boarding group was actually to get into the land, and apparently, they haven't had a land capacity issue yet because I right. guess people are getting their boarding group and they're going, All right, I'll. Because you could actually leave, you go to another park. Because really? the, yeah, the notification will just pop up, and then you have a certain amount of time to go back uh, to get, uh, you know, on the ride. And it's just a queue, so it's just you know you wind up just going. So it, it, I, I think it's good. I think uh, maybe it is a success now. So that's uh, <laughs> the boarding pass just gets you into the standby line. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, so it's basically Disney saying, uh, hey, here's your chance to step into the line and wait for five hours. Yeah. And, you know, if you get there and uh, say you're at the tail end of that, you know, 745, 8 o'clock fill up area, you may be at the bottom of that, the, the group. So you may have six hours to kill before your boarding group is called. And then you may be waiting in line for another two. So, you know, it's a time commitment. It's not like, you know, bingity bangity boom. Yeah. Bring you know. a book. Yeah. Bring preferably, preferably a Star Wars book. You could, <laughs> you could bring the Star Wars book about Batu and you could read that while you're standing in Batu. Bring your phone and a lot of uh, battery and you can watch all the Star Wars movies in the line. There you <laughs> On go. Your Disney Plus app. Wouldn't that be amazing? Synergy. Yeah. Synergy. I like Synergy. that. Synergy. Synergy. In a synergistic integration. That's right. What was that woman's name? That Synergy woman. Synergy officer. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't, can't either. All right. So last week we had a trivia question, John. It was, what anime feature created by Mr. Walt Disney was inspired by him playing the lead role in a school play? Uh, I've researched this. I knew this before you asked a question, and it is Peter Pan. Peter, how do we get to Neverland? <laughs> All right, the winner is Kevin, and uh, Kevin, as we like to say, it's uh in the mail. All right, this week's uh question may be tricky or not. I'm I'm willing to. I I want to see the responses to this one. This one may be interesting. All right, could happen. <coughs> Excuse me. The question is, what was Walt Disney, the company, not the person now, Walt Disney's first live action film? If you know the answer, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at a gmail.com. Well, hey, we just got done recording a couple of extra shows for our Patreons. If you go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, if you want to support the show, we would encourage you to do so. Go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. We want you to sign up for the $5 level, uh, which gets you not only some amazing rewards, but it also gets you two extra Magic Hour shows. You get the extra Magic Hour show and the extra extra Magic Hour show. That's right. And then uh, if you jump in at the $10 a month level, you also get the Disney Plus News and Review Show. So it's a Disney Plus podcast as well uh, because we're all about Disney Plus and chilling. Uh, so, yeah, not only are you getting that free uh, – not free, but you're getting that special content just for you that is not repurposed. We don't post it anywhere else. It's just for our patrons. Uh, but we also have an amazing reward system. Uh, as well. So if you come in at the $10 level, not only do you get to do the, all the shows, but we get all sorts of goodies and swag from us as well. So come check out patreon.com slash a Disney parks, a podcast. So uh, the haunted mansion over at Disneyland park is about to get an extended refurbishment in 2020. Disneyland has confirmed that the Haunted Mansion will be undergoing a lengthy refurbishment beginning January following an extended run of the Haunted Mansion Holiday. In previous years, the Haunted Mansion Holiday was closed immediately after the holiday season to remove the overlay, and then it reopens. Uh, then it, when it reopened, It's a Small World Holiday would close for its changeover. This year, It's a Small World will close on January 7th, 
with Haunted Mansion Holiday not closing until the 21st of January, allowing for an extended refurbishment that could last until April. (laughs) Disneyland officials say that the ride will uh, return (laughs) refreshed, but that no updates are scheduled. Look for a new paint plus other necessary repairs to mechanical systems and animatronics. The last day to ride Haunted Mansion Holiday this year, well, this season, is January 20th, of 2020. That's pretty good. I don't think our Horner Mansion's been down for a very long time. For That's been a while, for, right? Yeah, for the last time was to create the outside, you know, extra play area. Right. But the attraction didn't go down, I don't think. Mm-mm. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, hey, they revealed the character costumes for Topolino's Terrace over at Disney's uh, Riviera uh, Resort. Uh, Topolino's Terrace is the newest character dining location at Walt Disney World. Well, breakfast dining location. Uh, It's uh, opening on December 16th when Disney's Riviera Resort is going to start welcoming their first guests. Uh, The restaurant, Topolino's, is located on the rooftop, tip-top, of the resort. Tip-top. And will only have Disney characters uh, present during breakfast time. And I think they're right now only breakfast and dinner. I don't think they're doing lunch up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see actual footage, uh, they revealed all this on Good Morning America, so you can go over there and see, you know, footage. But Mickey Mouse um, is dressed as a painter. Minnie Mouse has her poet outfit on. What does a poet look like? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Donald is wearing his sculptor uh, sculptor ap- apron. And Daisy is sporting a dancer outfit. See how they're supporting the arts? Yes. <laughs> Not dancer or stripper. <laughs> gotta watch out. You gotta watch out for that Daisy. She's a sneaky Woo. one, she is. <laughs> uh, poor Daisy. <laughs> Her vonomation could come with a pole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Gosh. No, you your turn. <laughs> oh crap. I'm all done. <laughs> oh <laughs> must be 705. Uh book signings are announced for the one day at Disney at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Uh the new one day at Disney book at Disney Plus streaming services made their debut. I saw them. I was at the World of Disney store this weekend. I saw the book. Oh, good. Uh, I was not moved to buy one, but I saw it. Uh, it's just announced that there are numerous book signings events coming to Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland. Uh, <clears throat> this will be interesting. All right. One day at Disney highlights individual stories that describe an ordinary day behind the scenes at the Walt Disney Company. It features Disney cast members from around the world. All the photos in the coffee table book were taken on a single day, starting in the early huh. hours of the morning in Tokyo. Then following the sun around the world through Shanghai, Hong Kong, Paris, Madrid, the Bahamas, Costa Rica, and dozens of locations throughout the United States. Guests will be able to learn more about the fascinating project and meet the author of One Day at Disney, Bruce Steele. Bruce Steele. At various locations and times at the theme parks. Uh, December 14th, uh, signing with Bruce Steele and special guests uh, will be happening 
from 10 until 12 at the Disneyana gift shop at Main Street USA, Disneyland Park, uh, signing with Bruce and Bruce Steele and special guests, four to six at Downtown Disney at the Wonderground Gallery at Disneyland Resort. Uh, I guess we don't have any dates for them coming to Walt Disney World. But, uh, they were uh, last week. Oh, were they? Yeah, we missed them. Oh, yeah. man, we missed Bruce. Yeah. We missed oh, well. them all. Uh, uh, hey, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we had a meetup uh, this uh, weekend, Saturday. We had our monorail crawl, which uh, thank you all for coming out. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. Hey, all you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, so we'll be creating a new schedule for next year, uh, early January, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do for the rest of the year. So if you have suggestions of places or things that we should do for meetups, send those to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com before the end of January. <laughs> send them by January 10th if you have yeah, suggestions. There you go. There you go. Okay. So good, that, that'll good, give good. us time to collect them, correlate them, and you know decide what we're going to do with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're bored as hell, uh, standing in line for Rise of the Resistance, the Play Disney Parks app has added new jobs for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So now they're going to make you clean the attraction and do maintenance on it. Well, that's why the wait times are so long, because people are breaking <laughs> stuff. Uh, so with Rise of the Resistance opening uh, at Galaxy's Edge, the Play Disney Parks app has been updated with two new assignments. While in the Black Spire outpost of Batu, the smartphone app becomes a data pad that lets you interact with the land and earn credits by completing jobs. Near the new attraction, you'll find two new interactive jobs to complete. One for the First Order and the other for the Resistance. Now, distress signal received. Beep, 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 Wait, we can do that. Distress signal has been received. If you're helping the Resistance, you'll get a distress signal from Finn, who is undercover aboard the Star Destroyer above Batu. Ooh. <clears throat> you'll need to help him navigate the ship, then free prisoners, reprogram droids, and maybe even gather information on the First Order. Based on what you share with the f- with Finn, you'll receive exclusive new items and schematics. <laughs> the next job is you'll have to infiltrate the Resistance recruitment. Uh, First Order Loyalists will communicate with the First Order Officer, who will have you survey and report back on resistance supplies. You'll work with the First Order to scan crates, intercept transmissions, and plant tracking devices. You'll find <laughs> you'll find these new jobs under the Star Destroyer icon on your data pad. And uh, you can get it from the App Store or the Google uh, Play Store. Nice. I have not really taken advantage of this uh, thing yet because <laughs> no, when I went there, it was just way too hot yeah. <laughs> to be standing outside with my phone. Yeah. I was well, always looking for shade. Yeah. Well, they've got stuff inside the queue area too. So mm. we'll see. Yeah. Hey, the, uh, the new Mickey Shorts Theater is opening in March at Disney's Hollywood Studios. 
It's been announced that Mickey Shorts Theater and Disney's Hollywood Studios will make a grand debut on March in March of 2020. Uh, Disney has said that the interior design of the theater will create a sense of zany fun akin to that of the Disney Channel cartoon series. <laughs> Does the fun ever stop? No. The seat backs are the same, de- are designed to look like Mickey's classic shorts, a whimsical nod to the name of the theater and the name of the cartoon series as well. Ah, see what they did there? Mm-hmm. Mickey Shorts. Uh, as well as Mickey's timeless appeal. Guests will be treated to an original short during their time in the theater, in addition to having the chance to take their pictures in a special photo location. 2020 is stacking up to be a big year for Disney's Hollywood Studios as Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is slated to open on March 4th. Yeah. Uh, now this is going to be where the sound stage show used to be. Oh, really? Yeah. This is nice. not going to be next to or in the great movie ride. Nice. Near down, it. Down down the street a little bit. Yeah. It's not going to be in the uh, Walt Disney Presents theater. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, they got to get that. Yeah. Synergy. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, hey, new details of restaurants coming to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios were also released uh, in this media blitz they were doing this week. Uh, first uh, up is the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, which will open next year in Toy Story Land. Uh, and you can actually see the building is now up. Uh, nice. If you go in, it's off to the right hand side, that first gate. Boop, you'll see it right there. This uh, table service restaurant in the heart of Andy's backyard. Backyard will feature a fun, family-friendly dining experience. The new concept art uh, gives you a peek inside the new space, which was the same as the old concept art. Then next up, uh, they showed what the Regal Eagle Smokehouse is going to look like, and they really gave the patio in this concept art a, a, a huge makeover. Nice. Needed it. Yeah, really looks nice. Uh, craft drafts and barbecue opening this winter. At the American Adventure in Epcot, the fast, fast casual eatery, uh, which celebrates backyard barbecue from around the country, has a large smoker located in the center of the bar and seating area. Ooh. They're going to smoke people. <clears throat> then next whoa, 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 up. Wait, what? You say smoke people? <laughs> oh, if you're going to have it at the bar, you might as well throw a couple people on there. <laughs> No. <laughs> Finally, there's more uh, info about Space 2020 uh, opening uh, this winter. And it's really not this winter. It's going to be the end of the winter. Yeah. Near yeah. Mission Space at Epcot. A visit to this table service restaurant will start with an elevator ride that takes you 220 miles above the Earth, giving you an incredible celestial view. You'll then dock next to the Centurion Space Station just beyond the orbit of Mission Space. Uh, and then as you're shown to your seats, be sure to look at the Grow Zone, a spinning wall of produce created to mimic Earth and featuring some of the ingredients used by the chef. Huh. So there you go. I, I'm, I'm very interested in this restaurant and its concept. I just hope the food is good. I, 
I don't have all my faith in Pantina. (laughs) I'm sure the food will be fine. What I don't want to hear is every 13 seconds. Excuse me. Uh, my uh, water, my water keeps falling over. Can I get a table away from the window, please? <laughs> away uh, from the vibrations. Away from the vibrations. Uh, next up, Disney's Ducktales. Woohoo! Uh, World Showcase Adventure coming to play Disney Parks app, uh, mobile app at Epcot. Uh, the D- Ducktales family is heading to Epcot, and it's brand new adventure coming to play Disney Parks app. Disney's Ducktales. Woohoo! World Showcase Adventure will invite guests to join Scrooge McDuck, Donald, Launchpad, Webby, and the nephews to help them search for the priceless treasure. Using the Play Disney Parks mobile app, guests can take a trip around the world, around the world, around the world, around World Showcase, discovering exotic destinations, exciting mysteries, and maybe a few thieves, <laughs> villains, <laughs> and supernatural guardians. Wow. Or even maybe an ancient artifact. Uh, DuckTales World Showcase Adventure is the next iteration of the interactive scavenger hunt around World Showcase and will replace Disney's Phineas and Ferb, Agent P's World Showcase Adventure, <coughs> and the Kim Possible adventure it's what yeah. it used to be right yeah i hope they update the, the things because i mean they've been doing the same thing here for 30 years i mean come on well i think you have to use your phone now well yeah but i mean use your phone and do the exact same things that they used to do in the kim possible thing probably oh yay <laughs> so epcot epcot's got this uh the studios now has the star wars thing with the play app and the yep. magic kingdom's got the pirate treasure, but that's not on an app, or the sorcerer, Soon. which is not on an app either. Soon, so, yeah. Soon. Yeah. So, all right. January seventeenth is going to be a very interesting day over at Epcot. Uh, Walt Disney World announced that uh, the brand new show opening in the Land Pavilion at Epcot called Awesome Planet will make its debut on January 17th, 2020. The film is described as a on-screen exploration of the realm we call home. Showcases the spectacular beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of Mother Earth with all the grander uh, guests have come to expect. Mm. I hope they've updated the screen and projector in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they both definitely, and the seats were a little bit on the snug side. Snug and uh, worn, let's say. Mm, Highly used. (laughs) Additionally, on the same day, the new Canada film, Far and Wide, in Circle Vision 360, will be narrated by award-winning actors Catherine O'Hare and Eugene Levy. uh, And that will also make its debut on January 17th. So that's two interesting people. Aren't they in, um, they're both in uh, Schitt's Creek. I think. Yes. And it's just Creek right now. Yeah. Catherine has been in so many different things. Eugene has been as well. American pie. Uh, Uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice. And then finally, the kicker to it all, Mm -hmm. the beauty and the beast sing along. Finally. In France will debut on January 17th as well. And viewers 
or in for a bit of a twist of the original? Oh, you know, it cannot come too soon. Cannot come soon enough, boys and girls. Is it uh, going to be like the Frozen sing-along? Will we get that, you know, everybody singing the song? Or is it going to kind of fall-ish? Are they going to do it in the same way? Are they going to tell the story with storytellers, yada, yada, to kind of lead this? You know, that's... I, I hope so. I, yeah, I don't know. We don't know what we don't know. Uh, all right. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel with the names. Uh, Walt Disney has just announced Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, a new two-night cruise-style experience. Two nights will open in 2021. Disney uh, has also released concept art showing how the terminal will look when you arrive for your immersive Star Wars vacation. From there, you'll travel in a launch pod up to the Halcyon, uh, which is your ship for the voyage to a galaxy far, far away. You'll be able to use the pod's viewports to track your voyage up to the massive ship. Of course, a visit to Black Spire Outpost is included in your ultimate Star Wars vacation. And a special passenger transport will get you to the planet of Batu. <laughs> Guests will remain immersed in the story as the transports will connect with a spaceport inside the outpost of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Hollywood Studios. There will be a two-day, two-night voyage, and pricing has still not been re released. <laughs> okay, two two tips. Well, one tip for you. One is. Um... If you're a pass holder or, or if you signed up for any kind of mailing list mm -hmm. for uh, Disney destinations, their, their marketing company that covers all the, the travel. In uh, the last one that went out was a link to sign up for this mailing list. Right. To get on this. What I'm now going to call the waiting list <laughs> for this two night stay uh, because they're taking names already. Oh, yeah. At least email yeah. addresses. And then they'll notify you, uh, you know, further instructions when they're, they get closer. They're going to do exactly what they do with Disney Plus. Yeah. If you if you sign up now and pay in full, yeah. you can do this. Right. Right. You know. Uh, the other interesting thing uh, I've noticed is when I come down Osceola Drive now, or Osceola Parkway, uh, right by the construction of this, they now have uh, not only a security booth. But they also have a guy in a security vehicle with his lights on because uh, I think the problem was people were going down this construction road and taking pictures of all the construction assets. Uh, and I think Disney was frowning upon that activity. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so now they posted somebody to, you know, control the construction vehicles and somebody to stop people and obviously chase them with a vehicle off this construction road. So. Just an observation. Observation. Crazy. All right, next up, uh, Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast uh, plot, ride length, and more announced for the new Tokyo Disneyland trackless ride system. The uh, OLC, or the Oriental Land Company, uh, has released some new details for the upcoming Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast, a dark ride coming to Tokyo Disneyland. Here's the plot. Guests will step into the Beast Castle, located deep in the forest, uh, 
to experience the enchanted tale. Uh, in the first scene, the beautiful Belle encounters a prince who has been transformed into a beast by a powerful enchantress. Oh, no. Aboard your enchanted cups that move and turn as if they were alive, guests travel through various scenes to experience the world of the film. There's a banquet where the dance together with the dishes and the cutlery, cut, cutlery, cutlery. Yes, thank you. Uh, Lemire's uh, singing. The snow-covered garden where they glide over the ice as Belle and the Beast find themselves growing closer. The castle is filled with magical moments and surprises, so guests will discover something each and every time of their visit. Uh, will Belle and the Beast find love? Uh, thus break the spell, the last part, uh, the last petal of the enchanted rose falls. So this is an eight-minute attraction. It will have fast pass. Uh, you can do a single rider. Mm. So stay tuned as we get more info. Nice. That'd be fun. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> La Tavern de Gaston restaurant. Le Fou's and Big Pop coming to Tokyo Disneyland. Not to be confused with Big Poppy for those Boston Red Sox fans out there. <laughs> Tokyo Disneyland's biggest ever expansion appear, opens on April 15th of 2020 and includes brand new attractions, an indoor theater, shops, a new restaurant, and food outlets. In the Beauty and the Beast area of Fantasyland, there will be a Gaston-inspired restaurant, sounds familiar, and a smaller snack location called Le Fou's. While in Tomorrowland, there will be a new shop dedicated to the king of Tokyo Disney snacks. Nice. Turkey legs. Churros. Oh, no, popcorn. Sorry, it's popcorn. <laughs> My bad. Uh, along with the new food, Tokyo Disney Resort has confirmed that Mickey's Magical Music World, a brand new musical show, will debut in the Fantasyland Forest Theater on April 15th of 2020 as well. Uh, La Taverne de Gaston, inspired by Gaston LeFou's Hangout and Beauty and the Beast, the Tavern de Gaston will be a lively counter service restaurant which can seat 200 guests, which sounds surprisingly familiar. The yeah. restaurant will have an old fashioned pub style decorated with a large portrait of Gaston alongside topiaries of his many achievements. The giant beams, giant, a uh, giant, the giant, uh, dang, I can't read. The <laughs> beams, giant chair, and lighting look absolutely perfecto. Uh, Le Tavern de Gaston will serve a rustic menu of meals and snacks, including sausage in a croissant, hunter's pie, and a sweet and savory French toast sandwich <laughs> with fromage, or as they say, cheese. Uh, but the highlight has to be a new beer-inspired soda based on Gaston's favorite brew. Nice. brew, maybe? maybe? Le Tavern de Gaston has a sidekick. The foods will be a small snack shop in the Fantasyland Village serving new apple caramel churros. Wow. Churros, churros at Disneyland Tokyo. Or, yeah, Tokyo Disneyland. Sorry. Uh, wow. Fantasyland will also have a new popcorn wagon called Le Petit Popper. There's no word yet on which flavor popcorn will be on sale. All the flavors. Uh, the Big Pop, located by the new Happy Ride with Baymax attraction in Tomorrowland. The Big Pop Shop will specialize in 
Popcorn. Popcorn. <laughs> it's the world of popcorn. Sponsored by first, Disney. That's right. <laughs> a first for the Tokyo Disney Resort. The Big Pop will sell a variety of popcorn buckets, which guests can fill with their choice of three popcorn flavors. At the beginning, there will be brand new cookies and cream, as well as caramel and cheese. Oh, that's got to be two separate flavors. And strawberry milk flavors. Oh. The shop space theme makes it a perfect addition to Tomorrowland. The futuristic building has a white exterior with huge windows, so guests can watch the popcorn being made. Inside, there will be a massive popcorn chandelier inspired by the... (laughs) Inspired by the popcorn, Big Bang. <laughs> Be sure to check out all the details of the new attractions and entertainment coming to Tokyo Disneyland in 2020. What does strawberry milk popcorn taste like? <laughs> I, I don't know what it tastes like going in, but I have a pretty good idea what it's going to taste like coming out. I mean, that just and cookies and cream popcorn. I don't know. I've heard they've had some. Uh, uh, listen, if you go to the Tokyo uh, Pavilion here, they have some interesting potato chips sometimes. Right. You know, like the shrimp chips. I've had those. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, over at Tokyo, you have Mickey's Magical Music World Show coming to Tokyo Disneyland. This is in the new Fantasyland Forest Theater. Uh, Tokyo Disney Resort has announced the details of Mickey's Magical Music World, the new and exclusive show coming to the park on April 15th, 2020. They're under a huge expansion, so this is going to be interesting what happens over there. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, The Broadway-style show will be hosted in the new Fantasyland Forest Theater and will feature uh, Mickey and Friends heading on a musical adventure through classic Disney musicals. Uh, Mickey's musical, Mickey's magical music world. We'll see Mickey and friends embark on a musical adventure through classic Disney. We said that. Uh, let's see. Uh, one day, I believe this is the plot here. One day, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy find a giant music box deep in the forest. They turn on the music box, large golden key, and doors suddenly open. Accompanied by the songs associated with them, various Disney characters appear, including Snow White, Pinocchio, Woody and his friends uh, from the Disney and Pixar Toy Story film, and much more. Mickey and his pals are delighted with the surprising development and are, are excited to hear the next song. But when the last door opens, no one appears and no music is heard. Worried. Mm. Mickey and his pals set off on a journey to find the missing song. Along the way, they encounter characters from Disney films like Lumiere uh, from Beauty and the Beast welcomes them with a colorful banquet. King Louie and others from The Jungle Book together with Timon from The Lion King and powerful performance uh, jungle style, powerful jungle style performances in a lovely world of starry skies and mirrors. The Disney princesses dance a graceful waltz and... Then Ursula from The Little Mermaid and Captain Hook from Peter Pan appear in a thrilling scene. Well, that's an interesting combo. (laughs) Uh, Is it a love affair? (laughs) Will the journey of Mickey and his pals lead them to the lost song? We don't know. But this will be a 25-minute show 
that will happen wow. five to nine times a day. Now, I wonder wow. if this is one of their lottery shows, because I mm. think for their shows, you have to get on the lottery list. And if you win, you get notified that you can then go and see the show. Otherwise, you can't get to them. So, right. Crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it it kind of sounds like Mickey's Philomagic. Yeah. That's a little, <clears> bit. little bit. Right. That's what I think. Yeah, a little bit of that, and a little bit of the uh, what is that? The magical. Uh, they have Disneyland. The magical Mickey's mirror. Magical map. Yeah, map. Magical yeah. map. All right, guys. Uh, last up for me for the uh, Rise of the Resistance podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. <clears throat> Pardon me, guys. <clears throat> the procedure for getting on to Rise of the Resistance, and this is going to include your disability access service. Uh, so pay attention, kids. Uh, the ride works differently since there is not a fast pass right now. You can only get on the ride if you're in a boarding group. We've beat that horse to death. All boarding groups have been uh, gone very early in the morning. So if you want to ride, you need to arrive before the park opens, as in like when the park closes. Uh, to get a boarding group, you have to be scanned into the park and your entire party who wants to be in the boarding group must be with you and they have to be inside the park. You can then register on your My Disney Experience app or go to a guest experience kiosk. Once you register, you can park up if you want or just enjoy Hollywood Studios or just go to sleep because that's what a lot of people are doing. <laughs> uh, they will send you a notification when it's your turn to get into the queue. You have two hours from the time your boarding group is called to get in line. This is all just for the ride. You can get into the Star Wars area. They're not even saying Star Wars Galaxy's Edge area. And you can go onto the other ride, the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, without a boarding group. For those of you who want to use the uh, DAS, the disabled, oh, what's that called? The, uh, disability Access Service. Disability Access Services, thank you. You must obtain a boarding group first. Once your boarding group is called, uh, you will tell them at the ride that you have a DAS. And they will send you down the fast pass line or give you a, a return time to come back to the fast pass line. Fast passes are currently not being issued for the ride, so there will only be a DAS user in the queue. The park has been op opening earlier than the posted times. <laughs> uh, we've been hearing that the My Disney Experience yeah. app is not showing the change in park opening time and that the park is being open when the crowd level outside the gate becomes too damn large. Uh, so it's been around 6 a.m. to 6.30. Wow, crazy. For those in wheelchairs or scooters, you must transfer onto the ride car. They don't have an accessible vehicle. Uh, you, you can ride through the queue and walk through part of the attraction. Uh, if you cannot transfer, you can exit just before the area where the others board the ride vehicle. So it's not necessarily uh, disability friendly. But hey, look, yeah. on the bright, look, guys, this is the Empire. The Empire only once. I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm going to dig myself a hole. And from yeah. what I've heard, the the queue is a pretty uh, integral part of the storytelling. It's not just yeah. you know wait here while we get you on the pre-show. the The queue is almost part of the pre-show. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. good. That All right, good stuff. Hey everybody, how about a little headline news? Now, the headline news. <clears throat> All right. First up, uh, Rise of... No, 
Is this the uh, yeah? Rise of Skywalker. There's so much rise in the Star Wars universe. I'm getting confused. <laughs> rise of Sky, uh, Skywalker. They showed this to the uh, epileptic uh, community, and they are now issuing a warning that this fo- uh, this movie could cause what I think they're calling a light seizure. You know, if you see flashing lights, it could cause uh, an epileptic seizure. So they are warning people: uh, send a friend so that. Uh, you can go see it, and then when those scenes happen, they can tell you to close your eyes or cover your eyes so that you know you won't get harmed uh, from watching this movie. Mm. I thought that was a you know nice that they did that, I, and I guess somebody had told them, "Hey, this is pretty you know powerful for mm-hmm. epileptic people." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a guest <clears throat> that uh, got on the Carousel of Progress stage and uh, wanted to beat up Father. Why? That's just crazy. Why would why would one do that? That's just I, nuts. I don't know. Got on the stage, and I think it's the second scene. He broke the butter churn and put a hole in uh, some of this, <laughs> and uh, put a hole in some of the scrim. And the video that's out there is kind of short. You know, it's just and then some kid goes up there to get his friend, and then he gets off the stage, and then an adult goes uh, stands up, and then the video ends. So we don't know what happened. But after the kid ripped the butter churn, he kind of fell to the ground. So we don't know what happened. Yeah, it looked like he just passed out. Yeah. Or I don't know what happened. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, like we said, is opening up uh, uh, technically at 8 a.m. through January 4th. So if you are coming down for Christmas uh, and you feel like standing in the crowd, it looks like they are opening the gates earlier. So you can be thankful for that. We had uh, Rose Gold, we had Arendelle Aqua, and -hmm. now we have Belle of the Ball Bronze. That is the new next trending color at Disney Parks. They got ears and purses and backpacks. They got everything that is uh, this nice, uh, deep bronze color. Wow. So, there you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's been an update to the Candlelight lineup. Oh, yeah. I wish I was here for this because I'd love to go see her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina Davis is replacing Warwick uh, Davis. One Davis is replacing another. No relation. <laughs> Can we get somebody with a Davis name, please? <laughs> uh, she will be hosting the 19th through the 21st. So I would say go see her. I, I would think she's going to be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, another update in Candlelight. Uh, Alton Fitzgerald White is going to host the processional uh, December 11th through the 12th. So mm-hmm. if you want to go see Alton Fitzgerald White, you can go do that. Disneyland is offering $1 off a Dole Whip. $1 if you purchase the glass tiki cup through January 6th or while supplies last. And those glass tiki cups are what, $29.99? Probably. <laughs> so if you spend $30, we'll give you a dollar off the... They're so nice. <laughs> uh, and the last, uh, no, le- well, not the second to last. Disney CEO Bob Iger was chosen for the Television Academy of Hall of Fame. Wow. He was barely on television as a news anchor. <laughs> well, that that's not why he's, you know. He, I know because he bought it, but. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> uh, and. 
uh, construction of a new temporary Epcot Starbucks location uh, has been erected near World Showcase. So Now everybody could just chill the frap out. <laughs> Good Lord have mercy. <laughs> because your day can't start unless you have a Starbucks. That's apparently not. Apparently I will tell not. you at the Christmas party, the line for the Starbucks was ludicrous. It's just nuts. I mean, ludicrous just... outside the building and down Main Street. Oh, uh, no. And the nuts. other thing I will tell you is this whole um, a different cookie at different location. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. It's stupid. Very, very stupid. Pinocchio House, the line was outside, down towards the bathroom, and then they had built a temporary queue. That's mm. how long the line was to get mm-hmm. one free cookie mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. all right that's it john bye everybody no i'm just gonna go through my uh normal encouraging everyone to come visit us at disneyparkspodcast.com it's got all of the links to our show notes uh, our archives as well as uh, links to our amazing sponsors like our good friends at destinations to travel go to disneyparkspodcast.com slash Letter D, the number two travel, fill out the form, and someone from Destinations of Travel will help you book the most amazing adventure of your life. Also, come find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast, and uh, Disney Podcaster on the Twitter. Uh, other than that, my friends, join us live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time here at Facebook.com slash Disney Parks podcasts for the live recording show. And if you love what we do, if you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks, a podcast. Anything else? That's it. All right, guys. If you don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 